to the Startup Sack podcast, interviews with Sacramento startup founders and innovators. Today I'm with Sedale from Carbon Blue. Um, welcome, Sedale. Um, let's start off with you introducing yourself. Tell us about your background a bit and about your startup. All right. Uh, my name is Sedale Turbovsky. I have a background in business development, marketing, strategy. Um, I worked for about five years in Argentina as a rafting guide and consultant for tourism companies, energy companies, and the like. Um, and then I moved back to Sacramento um, and began working with a startup called, with a company called Eco. Um, and from Eco and my relationship with the CEO there, we developed the idea to start working with the products that Eco was developing on the consumer side. So Eco as a company works with engine manufacturers and equipment manufacturers who are developing new technologies um, and bringing new engines to market in the United States. And so we're developing and working with all these companies and figured that we might um, be well served to start a company that would help deploy these technologies and get these technologies in front of consumers and into the hands of consumers more efficiently. So that kind of segued into Carbon Blue. Um Carbon Blue is an offshoot of that? Exactly. So Carbon Blue, what we do at Carbon Blue is give fleet managers and the consumers of on-road vehicle technologies, new alternative fuels, advanced vehicles, and advanced fleet technology, we give them the tools to quickly assess those new technologies and how they'll impact their operation, and then integrate those technologies into their operation efficiently so that they're able to leverage the full amount of funds that are available to them as far as voucher programs and incentive programs that support these new, new, these new initiatives. And then they're also able to deploy them confidently, knowing that they've made a good investment that's going to pay off in the, in the acceptable time period. So what would be a case study of a, a problem that a fleet manager has that, that Carbon Blue directly solves? So something that we recently completed was a project with the city of Beverly Hills. And they wanted to know what they should do with their fleet if they needed to shrink the fleet size or integrate some new technology. And they were unsure of exactly how to proceed and they wanted a good way to provide empirically based data and evidence to their superiors so they could confidently request a budget and request to reduce their fleet size. Um, so it seems like there must be a lot of uh, tech behind that, a lot of algorithmic um, is this a, we were just talking, you just presented at One Million Cups, one of the questions was, is this, it's beyond more than just an app, this is a platform uh, a service that you're providing to your customers. What went into the development of this whole platform, all the algorithms, all the database, all the APIs? Talk about that a little bit. All right, so the, uh, the development of the platform itself was pretty intense. Um, we tried three different builds before we landed on kind of our beta that we've been using in, in these restricted beta tests that we've been performing. Um, and essentially it involves sourcing a lot of data from the market in general, from the vehicle, the alternative fuel vehicle market. Um, so that means tapping into government databases, that means building some bots to go out and crawl and collect information. Mm -hmm. and that also means integrating our system with some of the information system management tools that Eco uses to track some of their customers. And so we were able to pull all that stuff together and then the real hard technical lift was matching that with fleet information and creating the algorithms to you know, create significant relationships so that when the app sees that there's a Ford F-150 and a certain application in a fleet, they know the best, it knows the best technology to integrate into that fleet in place of that Ford. 
So did you guys develop this in-house yourself, and how long did the development of all this take? So the development, as I said, we did about three builds before we landed where we wanted. Um, so the development took about three years, uh, and we partnered with a group called Mosh Pit Digital um, out of the Los Angeles area. Um, they're a known entity to us. They're really strong operators, and we, uh, we really are very confident and pleased with their work. Um, and so we were able to work with them to construct this uh, this tool. So you don't, didn't have in-house developers, you outsourced to? Yeah, we outsourced to a, a team. Okay, cool. Um, so you talked a little bit about the tech. Um, talk a little bit about how you validated your market and, and determined that um, this is a real solution, that you guys have a real solution that, that people want and are going to pay for. Right, so one of the unique things about our founding team is that our... Our, one of our founders, Rick Sykes, is a fleet manager himself and worked as a fleet manager up until his retirement and then subsequent joining of the Carbon Blue team. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to really rely on him and his network of professionals to give us feedback and, and ensure that we're developing a product that's actually something that a fleet manager would use. Um, and so we were able to not only work with Rick very closely, obviously he's one of the founders, and then also connect with his colleagues who are also well-known fleet managers and people who are respected in the industry. And we're able to connect with those folks. Um, and then right here in Sacramento, that we have an award-winning fleet manager, uh, Keith Leach, who also supported us at, uh, in our early development and gave us a lot of good advice and information on how we could construct something that would be very valuable. So you got real life subject matter experts on your yeah. team to help you uh, um, solve the problem. Exactly. Um, so what stage are you at as far, you've got a beta out, of, I believe, mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier. That's correct. Um, so let's talk, how's that going and, and how big is that? It's going great. So we actually have, I should say, we have a restricted beta going out, which means that we're working with a select group of fleets, not, not a wide open beta, but very select few people who are users who are being able to really dig into the, to the platform and work with it and discover any deficiencies and inefficiencies. Um, but it's going fantastic. We've had great results so far, and we have about 40 fleets scoped to, to participate, and we've had about 15 so far participate, and they've mm -hmm. all given pretty good reviews, um, and definitely their feedback has been incorporated into what will be released as a wide beta. And so we're definitely in, our, in the stage of customer discovery, uh, really working with uh, customers, doing testing, and seeing what we can do to make this a uh, something that's going to perform really well out the gates. So how long is this closed beta going to last and, and what follows that? So we hope to have uh, all changes users onboarded and through an initial uh, use cycle of the of the platform within uh, before October of this year. Uh, we hope to have that closed up and all changes submitted back to our development team towards the end of October and to begin the next stage of development around then. So mostly, most of this year is going to be all about the beta and, and getting input data from the beta testers and how that's going to affect your product. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And then in, after that's done in October, then basically incorporating that kind of feedback into the next build cycle, right? Mm -hmm. okay. Exactly. Okay. So what about um, revenue, generating revenue, are you looking for funding, uh, what kind of growth projections, that kind of thing? Yeah, so in our, in our very restricted beta, we've been able to generate um, over a quarter of a million in sales um, just through both engaging in government contracting work and uh, engaging with our, with our users. Um, and as we move forwards, we, we expect you know, that market to increase significantly. 
we expect the, expect the revenue to increase significantly. Um, we feel and we receive and fund or feel lots of questions about, hey, when is this ready? When am I actually going to be able to use this? Um, we've gone and spoken at various industry conferences um, and spoken to a lot of industry groups, and they're very excited about what we're doing. So we anticipate some pretty quick growth once we launch the wide beta, and uh, so we're looking forward to that. How dynamic is the fleet management space right now? Seems like it with with all kinds of clean tech initiatives and, and, and electronic vehicles and low carbon emissions, and then with autonomous vehicles coming on board in the next decade or so. How much is that going to impact your service? So it's really interesting. Fleet is a space that doesn't do well with change. Mm-hmm. They're they're very consistent in being traditional and sticking with what they know and what they works what works. And that's really because they can't afford to just put something new on the street and have it you know go go haywire. It's a too big of an expense. They lose money. They lose time. And it's just something that they can't risk. And so we see our platform as essential to allowing fleet managers to quickly assess all the new technologies that are moving into the space and be able to integrate those into their operations successfully. So it'll help them adapt to Mm -hmm. change. Exactly. Yeah, and we feel that this platform is really, truly a critical asset for a fleet manager who's looking to adapt and really engage the solutions that are coming out and then use them in a way that's cost efficient and effective. Awesome. So... Talk about what are some of the biggest wins you've had so far? I mean, startups and, and it can be kind of fraught with peril and can be tough. Um, what are the big wins that you can point to? Um, one of the biggest wins and validation for us was being able to engage with the California Energy Commission and receive grant funding to go into the Central Valley and provide our services to fleets there at a subsidized cost or at no cost to the fleets in that area. Um, we felt that was a big win because one, one, it validated our concept that this is something that the industry needs. Um, it was nice to have the state kind of put their mark of approval on our plan and, and the process and what we're providing to people. Um, and so that's kind of the, that's the, that's the big one that we've been focusing on and, and working on servicing. Um, and then other you know, relationships that we've built with big names like Ikea and uh, the Port of San Diego, thanks to our relationships with the Grant Farm and some of our advisor team, have also been pretty significant, and uh, we're looking forward to capitalizing on those. You've talked about Grant Farm a couple times. Why don't you talk about uh, what is Grant Farm? They're they're locally here in Sacramento. How what do they do, and how have they helped you? Right, so Grant Farm is a business acceleration company based here in Sacramento, and the reason I talk about them a lot is because they have been instrumental in doing what they do for us. So they've been able to leverage public funding to allow us to accelerate our business and develop. And they're a wonderful resource for any entrepreneurs or startup companies that are looking for a way to you know, get some funding to maybe develop an MVP, do some research and market validation. It's a, it's a wonderful mechanism and tool to use on your way to commercialization and looking for you know, more venture capital type funding. And you're also, if, I, if I'm correct, uh, part of the Entrepreneur Showcase cohort that's currently going on, is that right? That is correct. How's that going? It's fantastic. It's wonderful to work with a really talented group of entrepreneurs and get really good advice, validation, um, and also just to know that there's a lot of other startups out there that are going through the exact same you know, struggles and trials that we're going through. So it's good to be in that energy and working with those folks. Talk about some of those struggles and trials that um, maybe you've had that, that, and how you've overcome them so that others can learn from that. 
I think one of the biggest ones has just been narrowing down our focus and identifying exactly what we were going to do for our customers. Um, we started out with this concept that we wanted to help fleets integrate new technology. And so we had this whole menu of services that we were going to provide. And then as we worked with it and realized that some of them just weren't practical or it just wasn't practical to try to sell all that stuff, we had to narrow down and narrow down. And in the process of doing that, we shifted our entire platform that we were developing into this new type of platform that was able to give real quick answers and be able to deliver very specific paths of action to fleet managers. And so it was kind of a painful process of spending a lot of time in development and work and money um, to realize that you know our product needed to be this focused so instead you need of to scale down yeah. the, the the classic MVP. Exactly. Uh, so what would you have done differently now that you know that? Uh, um, I think what we should have done is at the very start of putting this company together, uh, worked closer with Rick and his colleagues to develop a very clear picture of the specifics that we could offer a fleet. Uh, we started out with our own ideas, more from coming from the manufacturer side of looking to deploy the technologies that we'd been working with at Eco, and it would have been beneficial to us to start and get some more inside information from our actual customers before we started down that road. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, you talked a little about what's next this year. Where do you see um, Carbon Blue, say, uh, a year from now, five years from now? So a year from now, we'd like to have a full open beta launched and be pulling lots of data on user experience and you know really discovering how we can just refine it into something that would be a very very you know solid enterprise level platform for fleets all over the world, um, and that's going to be our focus you know for the next year and a half. Um, and after you know five years from now, we hope that we've integrated with some fleet management system that's out there, a fleet information management system as an add-on platform. And we hope that you know the discussion around integrating alternative fuels and advanced vehicles has turned into more of the practice of integrating alternative fuels and advanced vehicles that has moved away from this kind of scary, uncertain, risky business into just something that you do to reduce your operating costs and improve efficiency within your operation. More of a known entity. Exactly. Yep. So one of the questions I always like to ask, uh, you're located here in Sacramento. Um, describe maybe a little bit how, what do you think about the Sacramento startup scene? What, what has helped you here in Sacramento region that's unique to us? What has uh, been kind of a pain point uh, that, that we need to improve on here? Um, I think one of the best things, hands down, about Sacramento is simply the community. Um, very supportive and helpful much different than what I've experienced in other big cities in the world, uh, including Buenos Aires and Los Angeles and San Francisco. Um, very much more, very, very tight-knit community. Um, and also um, access to the universities and the information share that happens in Sacramento is really helpful. Um, and I think one of the pain points is just, um, there's only a few solid funding communities here. And that's something that I think, you know, Impact and some other folks are working on these days to bring more funding groups and VCs to the area. But honestly, you know, at the end of the day, we can only pitch to so many people here, and then we have to go to the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much the common one that we always yeah. hear about the pain point here. So uh, any last thoughts you'd like to share? Um, and thank you for your time here, and, and feel free to share any other asked or any other uh, insights with the community. Um, yeah, just a parting note. Um, this uh, this space 
is you know just starting to blow up and there's a lot that you can do around sustainability that doesn't involve vehicles and that's something we're really committed to is even though we can't always preach sustainability to our clients we like to preach it otherwise mm -hmm. and so you know look at ways that you can reduce consumption reduce what you're doing and if you have questions uh, we do uh, fund in part with the with the grant farm a, a nonprofit called the Center for Alternative Fuels and there you can find all kinds of information on doing public transit projects, um, integrating alternative fuels, and just becoming more sustainable. So, one last thought. Um, how do people find you? What's your website, um, social media, ID? Visit us, www.carbonblue.com. Search for Carbon Blue on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. It's all, all the same. We're, we're everywhere. Awesome. So come find us. Awesome. Great. Thank yeah. you for your time, and wish you the best of luck. All right. Thank you.